Well, it's been done. Email sent. Notifications sent. It's here. I guess most people are wondering why this didn't happen sooner. Other people are kind of like, it's about time. Other people are kind of like, why? You can't tell me what to do. Oh, except you here, they can tell you what to do. Because if you don't want to do that, then you can go home. Friday, December 10th, 2021. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for listening. Thanks for finding this podcast. And what I'm referring to when I say you can go home if you don't want to be here and follow our rules is the newest of the vaccine mandates. So the order has basically been given. I mean, I guess it's not a direct order, but it's uh, it's a it's a suggestion that if you don't get vaccinated, you're not working. There's there there might not be any allocations for you. There might not be any sort of uh, work available. And this isn't just my company. This has become sort of I'm not sure if it's just Beijing. Uh, it, it's the Beijing government did say that, uh, or if it's uh, China wide. And one of the reasons uh, is that the city is opening this weekend. So today's December 10th. Tomorrow being December 11th, and the city is reopening to travel. So uh, what that means is that people are able to come and go. Uh, I guess as long as they're able to prove vaccination status. And what this means for work is that if you can't prove vaccination status, then you can't meet with clients face-to-face. And it's not just one vaccination. It's You have to have both. You have to have the, the, the two shots 21 days apart. I'm not vaccinated. It's not that I have refused to do it. It's just that I never went to, to go do it because it hasn't been an issue until recently. I, I mean... I'd like to think I keep pretty good care of myself and I've been wearing masks uh, when necessary. So it's never really crossed my mind. I mean, obviously other people have gotten it, um, but there's never been a concerted effort to get everybody vaccinated. So, but this, this latest sort of volley is if you're not vaccinated, we can't guarantee there will be work for you, or that you will be called for work, let's put it that way, uh, which means that you would basically just subsist until whenever your visa runs out, and then after that, so operational needs, mm, operational needs people vaccinated, and if you're not vaccinated, then you're on the out. Do I go along with it? Do I just go get vaccinated, no questions asked? Uh, do, do I take the plunge, the jump? Um or do I resist? Do I leave? Where do I go? Because let's face it, even if I were to go back to Canada, I need to show proof of vaccination. I go to the States. I think they would take me. What would I do there? Do I have the money to support myself to tide myself over until I find a job that, you know, would, would pay for life in the United States? Would they even take me if I came from China? Of all places. Oof, good question. It does go back to a couple weeks ago. I was talking about, you know, if you lost your job tomorrow, are you set up 
with a secondary or tertiary income stream? Do you have a method of, of not just supplementing, but carrying you over until the next big client comes along? And let's call them who they are, your next employer. Unless, of course, you do go complete freelance and are able to uh, sustain yourself with your freelance income. It's not easy. It can be done, but it's not easy. Anyway. It might be that I'm fighting an uphill battle here and just go get vaccinated. I was thinking, you know, with all the uh, vaccination talk, because uh, it does sort of beg the question, why, if there's such a push to get vaccinated and there's such... Uh, and sometimes people bring up, well, you know, you're vaccinated against polio, um, tetanus, and then even as a traveler, you get uh, yellow fever, yellow, like the yellow flu um, vaccine, vaccine, which is only good for 10 years. So you get those, and the, the yellow flu um, vaccine, you have to get replenished every 10 years. So if you want to call money scam a scam, there, you know, you could call it that if you want. But some countries won't let you in unless you have that little yellow piece of paper that goes inside your passport, stapled to the bag. Mine's gone because when my passport went through the wash, <laughs> that piece of paper got washed. And I'm due for a booster anyway. So is the COVID vaccine any different? I mean, is it like the polio one that once it's in your system, you're never going to get this. It's never going to spread and it's done and gone. Or is it like the yellow flu vaccine where it's like every 10 years you're going to need a booster? Or is it something completely different where it's like every six months you're going to have to get a booster for something because the variants are, are, are resistant to the vaccines that have been put out? The, I mean, these are the questions that we don't know uh, the answers to yet. These are the, the questions that are on a lot of conspiracy theorists' minds, a lot of people, a lot of skeptics, a lot of people who are questioning, um, you know, sort of the whole push regardless of whether or not you agree with what the pandemic is, if it exists or not, like, I mean, I don't know how you can deny it. But the thought did sort of strike me that, you know, as the oil companies were to the 20th century, are we going to see the big pharma become that in the 21st century, where, like, they just control so much, and not necessarily control, but they have such influence on our lives because they are providing something that's necessary, especially as we start developing interplanetary travel. That sounds crazy, I know. But hear me out on this one. What if the first alien species we meet isn't, you know, like in Star Trek where they're talking, the Vulcans are like, you know, be peaceful and why are you killing each other so much? You bad people. No, no, no. What if it's like, a slug. A slug with a certain chemical makeup that when it lands, and we're not we're not even talking like the alien from Oliver, uh, Oliver Ridley's movies. We're talking like, you know, just an innocuous, uh, innocuous lands on your skin or lands on the spacecraft, touches down on Earth, boom, half the population dead. I mean, what if the first alien contact we have is something like that? scary to think you don't think of it because it's so crazy to think about but i mean okay this this is what i think about when i i hear words like vaccines and conspiracy theories and you know who knows i mean 
I'm waiting for someone to say that the coronavirus is an alien virus and that it's been developed here and there. And, you know, it was, uh, you know, really from Area 51 that was recovered some time ago. You've stolen or whatever secret operative, you know, black, you know, um, black site meetings, smoky rooms. Who's the guy from X-Files? Deep Throat is in the room somewhere with, you know, Jack Bauer. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of funny. Deep Throat with Jack Bauer. Well, whatever. You get what I mean. Conspiracy theory this, conspiracy theory that. At the end of the day, we've got the situation where we're having vaccines. We have the uh, variants and everything. When's it end? I don't know. I mean, this is that's a good question. But I do kind of look at it, you know, what if? What if it was an alien invasion of sorts? You know, where one of the spacecraft returns to Earth. What do we do? Do we not trust the next vaccine that comes out? It's like, you know, actually, we have this Mars virus, um, very prevalent around the world, killing lots of people uh, that you can deny all you like, but it's happening. The vaccine is available. You, you should take it. Are you going to deny that one too? I don't know. It's So are we heading in that direction where in the next 100 years, our fight isn't going to be about energy necessarily. It's not going to be about land it's going to be about our immune systems, whether or not we humans are able to function in an interplanetary sort of civilization and interplanetary life. Can we do it? Ah, very bizarre, very bizarre. I know very highly high-minded philosophical out there, but it's something, something I was thinking about because... How much, and maybe I'm just trying to justify it to myself that, yeah, Steve, just go get the vaccine already. Stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. You know, uh, it's not even so much do the right thing because I, I don't believe that that's any more right than anything else, to tell you the truth. And people who are saying, oh, I can't believe you've been vaccinated, you haven't been vaccinated yet. And I go, well, the variants aren't coming from vaccinated areas. Uh, the variants haven't come from China. The variants have come from other places. So, I mean, that doesn't really make sense either to me. Right, so I mean, it, the the virus is mutating in places away from where the vaccinations are happening, right? And you might say, "Well, but that's exactly the point." My, but my point is, it's but it, now it's affecting the places with the vaccinations. So there's there's doesn't seem to be an end to it either way. And I know there are podcasts out there that are saying that this is very much a media promotion for whatever reason. <sighs> At the end of the day, it looks as if if I ever want to travel again, hassle-free, without learning every language in the world to argue my point, the vaccination will be the easiest way to go. How's that? Besides, my next thought is, like, how long does it take for the vaccine to work its way through your system? If a double vax will shut some people up, Okay, but given the current infection rate, reinfection rate, it doesn't look like this thing stays in your system very well. So for all the talk about nanobots and all that other stuff, I don't know. And for what a vaccine's worth, it's it doesn't seem to be the all-powerful vaccine that you know we kind of hope it should be in order to prevent the the further spread of this uh, of this virus. So, yeah, 
aliens, vaccines, job, work, money, life, settlement. You know, these words. What do they mean? <laughs> uh, today was quite busy. I spent uh, quite a bit of time on the website today updating quite a bit of it. Updated the uh, audio blog archives for November, so those are all nice and tidy. You can go take a look at those. Also updated all of December so far, so that's all nice and updated as well. Uh, and I'm slowly coming to a, a, a realization of how I can implement an automated system wherein once I post the audio blog through my cell phone, it can then just be transferred over to my website. I am looking to build this myself. I kind of wasn't, I haven't found a solution that would do exactly what I need it to do. So, and that's the reason why, obviously, I haven't paid anyone else to do this or uh, implemented it yet because it's not, it's a very specific, tailored way of actually recording, scraping, and then posting to my website that I want done. It's it can't be impossible. It must be possible. Just need to think of the way that it can be done. Before that, I did spend uh, quite a bit of time on Chinese this morning. I uh, did some uh, vocabulary review, which was good, and then I spent oof, about a good hour trying to write out three sentences in Chinese. And it sounds like a long time, but if you spend twenty minutes per grammar point, I mean, that adds up, right? So it was good. Um, I looked at, what is it, que uh, plus the verb plus de, uh, which basically means, is it worth it to do something? Like que can de, is it worth to look? Zhe dian ying, que can de, is this movie worth watching? Yo que can de, I guess you would say. Uh, the second one was how blah, 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 yi bian, and blah, 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 being like dot, dot, dot. Like to prepare, prepare well something, wo ying gai, uh, so I have to prepare a pen well so I can write my uh, test. Uh, sorry. So I bien yong. So I can use it in a test. I would say participate in the test, like write the test. But I was told it's actually kaosher yong. So ebn kaosher yong. So ebn is like so that kaosher is test. So that test I can use. So I can use it in a test. And then the other one that I worked on today is chu fei unless chu fei nu chu ni chu wo bu chu. So unless you go, I won't go. Right. So if you don't get it, no problem. Working through it. Very simple grammatical exercises this morning. But yeah, they took me an hour uh, to do in total. I have been working on some tracks today. My goal was to actually get uh, quite a few of them done. Um, one of them being that I want to do this drum solo. And I talked about this before. It actually, it wasn't so much a drum solo. It was actually just a, a drum beat that I could play live on the iPad with the idea that the iPad could substitute a real live kit. And I'm having trouble with it. Uh, there's two issues. Number one, that the responsiveness of the touch screen isn't all that good. And this is an older iPad that I'm using, like third generation, I think. So, I mean, already you can see, like, wow, it's quite a few years old. Second, 
is that with that unresponsiveness, it sort of, it sounds like you're missing notes when you're not. You're you're still hitting the screen, but it's not registering. So now it just sounds sloppy, which means how could you ever use this in a live situation? It'd be very difficult. Not this one anyway, not this iPad. Also, when playing, I've noticed you have to be a little bit more subdued in your emotional and your feeling response to the music. So you, unlike with the real drums, you can get into it, be a lot more physical, physically expressive, you know, flailing your arms all over the place, you know, laying into the uh, the cymbals of the drums a little bit more, hitting a little bit harder. Here you can't. It seems that if you hit any harder, that's where a lot more misfires happen than if you just tap lightly. And that's easy to say, well, of course, why wouldn't you tap an iPad lightly? But, but you're playing a, a rock song or you're playing a really intense portion of the uh, of the track and you can't do it on the iPad because if you do, you're going to miss a beat, which then means you have to take that track and go edit it after, which is probably what I'm going to have to do with the... Uh, I tried five different tracks today. I'm like, I just... It, you can't. It's not, it, It's difficult. Maybe maybe I have to, have to really subdue what I'm playing or simply take it into the uh, audio editor and fix up the parts that I think would work well and then just use it that way. I did find an old track, and I know I was wondering, is this going to be cheating if I take an old track? But then I thought, you know what? We can just call it. We can call today Found Music Day or Unfinished Music Track Day. And we'll just use that. So I found one that I'll publish, um, if not today, then definitely for tomorrow. Uh, as I think, I was listening back to him, I'm like, that's actually pretty good. I mean, I'm surprised I didn't publish it just yet. Uh, so I'll get that up there um, for you guys to have a listen to. I think it's uh, actually kind of neat what I did. It's a combination of just like a very simple backbeat and a few different pronunciations of the same letters and words most letters i do work tomorrow uh so tonight's going to be an early night although it's 11 30 it's not very early now is it uh but that being the case i'm going to bed soon which means i'm not going to finish these tracks i'm going to get this uploaded and uh that'll be that for the day as i'd rather be well rested than uh be cranky and working on something that might come out half-assed anyway so that being the case, hope you guys are doing well. If you've been vaccinated, great, good on you. Don't brag to me. I don't really care. If you haven't been vaccinated, I got you. I understand. Uh, I hope you're not fighting with people who have been vaccinated. Um, I know it's an issue. It's split a lot of people. Um, other than the vaccination status, I hope you guys are doing well and that your weeks are doing well. I mean, we're coming up to uh, Christmas time. Uh, not everybody celebrates. And same with Hanukkah. You got that going on in a couple of weeks as well. Um, the seasons, seasons greetings is coming up, the, the holiday season in the West. And then also in here in China, I mean, we're going to have Lunar New Year and the Olympics are also going to be here as well. Uh, but the Lunar New Year is coming up in January, February. So that, you know, even this country is trying to look forward to its winter holiday of sorts. And I hope you guys are doing that as well. If you have travel plans, that's great. If you don't, well, you know, chill out at home and, you know, do something, read a book or, do something that you've been thinking about doing for a long time, like clean your bathroom or something. <laughs> I don't know. Take a walk. Enjoy, enjoy the peace and quiet. 
That's also nice. You know, look out the window, enjoy the snow. Relax a little bit. Maybe not relax, just don't try to be doing something all the time. I know I have to do that. I gotta back off. I, I Saying relax is, is too aggressive. If you say, ah, just relax, it's too aggressive to say to someone. You know, but take some time. Spend some time with yourself. Just think. You know, you don't have to rush on to the next thing. Just because you think you have to do so many other things, do they have to be done right now? Right? What if you just wait 10 minutes? Give yourself some time. Anyway, hope you guys are well. We'll leave it there. I know these things are getting long. 20 minutes again. Ugh. I really wish I could uh, have a bit more of a standard procedure. But you know what? I enjoy talking. Maybe you've noticed. <laughs> hope you guys have enjoyed listening. I'll put the show notes up on my website, stevensersky.com. Hope you guys had a great week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Alright, well, so since I'm a little bit behind on this, uh, I'm going to 
do something creative and say that today's project is to finish a project that I haven't finished yet. <laughs> uh, so it is December uh, 10th, 2021, and this is uh, today's offering for my December drumming challenge. I am Steven Sersky, and uh, with this uh, month-long challenge, what I'm trying to do every single day throughout the month of December is create a uh, drum track or a percussive track of some sort and uh, publish it online. So today's is all about a project that um, I started a long time ago, months ago, possibly years ago, months ago, uh, and I will finish it today. So this one is actually the original inspiration. I forgot exactly what made me do it, but this the, the project folder um, was day 32 of my May You Make Your Movie video challenge that I did earlier in the year. And I don't, I'm not sure why it's day 32, um, whether I was going to keep on trying to do videos or something. But there were two inspirations for this, uh, I guess, um, two major inspirations. Number one was how fast can you make a track? And number two, do you have to use your own voice or can you borrow someone else's? Um, and so what I did, and I don't know why... I have it labeled like this. I guess I drew some inspiration from this track, but forgot about Dre. You know that uh, the drum beat. Uh, so I, I'm guessing it's something along those lines because I'm listening to this drum track, going, "Yeah, it's pretty similar." Uh, obviously not the same. I did this myself. Uh, as uh, I'm looking at the project and what the project consists of, um, and I'm trying to remember how I exactly did this because it's been a few months. Um, but I have three different kits together. So I have the Trapdoor, the Roland TR-808, and then the Classic Funk Synth Bass. And I guess what I did, uh, this was actually created afterwards. The very first inspiration, I think, was a drum beat that, or, or beatboxing uh, rhythm that I'd come up with. And if you've looked at the title of this track, no doubt you have no idea how to pronounce it because it's not actual words. It's the phonetical spelling of a beatbox rhythm. Something like that. And I remember back at the end of May You Make Your Movie, I was doing some beatboxing and I was posting it on Twitter, I think, just these short videos, these rhythms, uh, these beats that I were coming up with, and this is one of them. And so I guess what happened at some point was I created this beat, and I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to do beatboxing per se. How would you write this out? And so I took, I tried to write it out as best as I could, uh, and then from there, I wonder, one second. All right, actually, I do have the video. So this is the original uh, I guess the beatbox that I came up with. So that, that that's that's a video I made, and then after what I did is I tried to transcribe the sounds that I was beatboxing. And from there, 
I put them into Google Translate. <laughs> so if you listen to this track, you'll hear a whole, like, it sounds like a whole bunch of different people talking or saying the same thing, but you don't know what they're saying. I literally took the transcribed version of my beatbox, put it into Google Translate, and then selected a variety of uh, voices of translations from English into something else. And I, I have a video of it, but I can't remember. Uh, I, I have a video of the whole thing. Off the top of my head, I can't remember all the voices I used. I know, I think I used the, um, there's a Japanese one, there's a Chinese one, there's Hindu, there's Latin, uh, Russian, Ukrainian. Uh, I'm not sure what else. There's a variety. And so you can hear the different accents being pronounced. And I think it's just the funniest thing in the world to, to sort of listen to this and go, they're all trying to say these letters that should, that is this a phonetical spelling of some other word or what is it? All it is, is the phonetical transcription of a beatbox rhythm. And I took that, I put it into uh, Google Translate and, uh, and played them through. And so what I did is I recorded all of it um, and I couldn't get the screen recorder to grab it because uh, there's something wrong with my, uh, I think the, the fan was spinning too high. So I had externally, I had my Zoom H4N handy recorder pointed at my computer while I was pressing play with Google Translate. I took that audio file, put it into Logic Pro, cut it up, removed all the silence in between, put it all into one track, boosted the volume just a little, or actually I think I lowered it a little bit, and then from there I created this uh, backbeat, which I guess was inspired a bit by Forgot About, the, the Forgot About, ba uh, Forgot About Dre track, and I created it using the trap door, and then I overlaid uh, the Roland TR-808, which is a hi-hat line. And then uh, to give it more of a funky feel, I give it the, I, I put over top uh, classic funk synth bass. And so that's what you're hearing is just a transcription of a beatbox uh, over top of a very simple uh, rhythm played. And I played it all live. And you... If no doubt there's at least one or two points you're like, ah, is that on time or off time? Did he skip a beat? Yeah, there was uh, towards the beginning, I sort of changed it and I was like, do I, how much do I want to mess around with this? Um, I'm not going to re record it, that's for sure. I could have shifted the voices, I guess, a little bit um, and changed this sort of the beginning time to make it a little bit more on time. But yeah, I recorded this all on one take. Uh, so I didn't, uh, this, is, this isn't a loop. I, I guess I was listening to it, or I'm not sure if I listened to it, or if I recorded the track in isolation, but I, I played it live off the floor. I didn't, and I don't even think, I probably wasn't using a click, because I hardly ever do. Sadly, I should use it more. So the idea was that um, the, the, the trap door beats were made live off the floor, then I overlaid the hi-hats, and then on top of that, I put the, uh, the bass line that you hear, and that, I think, sort of ties everything together um, while you're wondering, what is what are these people saying? What are they talking about? Um, I don't know what else I could add to the track. I think it stands alone as it, uh, as it is. It's, what, just under three minutes, I guess? 
pretty funky, kind of neat to hear. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that, had a good laugh, and uh, didn't rack your brain too much about what I was uh, or what was what these people were saying. Cheers to all the people who contribute to uh, Google Translate uh, using your voices, uh, and thank you very much for uh, not forgetting about Dre as well. Show notes and tracks available on my website, stevensersky.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.